How you holding up, Mama? Don't give me that sympathy. Excuse me? When you came home for Faith's funeral, you promised me you hadn't come to sow discord. Now look at us. Look at me. I came home to deal with Mac. Oh, and we're also paying for that grace. Oh, oh. okay. I, I know you're upset. You and my sister. You're never happy until everybody's stewing in their own shame and sin. Grace? You don't know the meaning of that word. Now, I, I'm a little confused. Oh, a little confused. I didn't make Zora run away. I didn't make Kevin gay. And I certainly didn't send Daddy out the door to Auntie. Now, what did I do? Banging huh? around this family like a bull in a china shop till everything's broken, acting like it's God's work. In this family, it is. Look <laughs> at me together, Grace Greenleaf. Okay? It's still my church, too. Okay? And that hand went up. Uh, she's like, don't you talk to me like that. Okay? Let me tell you, Lynn Whitfield is an actress, a thespian. You hear me? Yeah. I, I enjoy her. I'm not. I, we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. I'm not really totally caught up on this season, but yeah. the last couple of seasons, I don't know if there are two or three or yeah. maybe Listen, more than that. I don't know. All I have to say is charity. But, um, it's been good. Okay. <laughs> charity. I tried to get my. We mom, need some help. I, we need, to, huh? I was going to say, I tried to get my mama into the show. She ain't like it. She ain't like it? <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. I guess it's too far. It's, it's too. I don't know. Probably in her eyes, secular. It is kind of secular. But it's the truth <laughs> about what goes on in the church house. Maxine, what, um, you know Patty LaBelle's on it. That's what I was it. thinking. You know Patty's on it. This season? Yeah, overacting. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Lady May! Lady May, you have a ministry. <laughs> you deserve your own church. She overacts like nobody's business, but you, I love it. I stand you for know Patty. wherever Patty goes, she it's is still the show. Okay. <laughs> It's all about Patty. She needs to sing and stop playing. I'm waiting Patty, for her to use Patty. <laughs> What's my name? What's my name? She said it. You need to say my name. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's Patty. Mm. But okay, so she's on Greenleaf. She is on Greenleaf. Still in the show. And her things. face looks amazing. Oh, I'm, I wonder. I, do you know how many seasons Greenleaf is in now? Mm. I have no idea. I don't know, but as long as I hear "Amen," okay, I know it's time. I know what yeah, time it is. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, shout out to to Greenleaf. Shout out to Greenleaf. What an intro. Okay. And <laughs> hi guys. What's up? How are ya? Welcome to another episode of the Hung Up Podcast. Why was I going to say the proud family? The hour is late. Okay. We're proud. We're proud. We family. We family. Okay. <laughs> we up in here. What's up? Welcome to another episode <laughs> of the Hung Up Podcast where you may be a little confused. We may be a little confused. <laughs> where you may have sent daddy out the door to auntie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, turn Kevin, okay. and, Ke- and turn Kevin gay. Or you may have promised us. <laughs> That you weren't going to sow seeds of discord in our fields of peace. <laughs> but now look at us. But look at us. Look, look at, at me. me. <laughs> okay? That's relevant to the show. That's relevant to the Not show. Not just look at us. Look at me, bitch. Look at me. <laughs> okay? Now, if you know Lady May's story, not a lot of people have been looking at her. But we will never um. hang up on you. As always, Cherubs, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at IAMPR. Look at us. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I'm Eric. Okay. <laughs> Find me on Instagram and on the Twitter at E. Dante Cole. <laughs> yes. Find us both on Instagram and Twitter at H U N G U P P O D and on Facebook at facebook.com slash hung up pod. Yes. And email us. We would love to hear from you. Um, 
um, feedback on, especially on the last few episodes. Mm-hmm. We've been asking and looking for some of y'all feedback, and we've been getting. We've been it. receiving. We've been receiving. Asking so what? I wanna, um, you shall receive, and you shall receive. So I want to mention a little bit of that when we get to the listener feedback. But um, yes, continue to email us, <clears throat> send us what you think, um, what you love. Yeah, you know. Who do you love? Who, who do you love? You sure? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know. Who do you love? Send it to hunguppod at gmail.com. Yes. Thank you guys also for your ratings. Keep them coming. On Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere that you can find a man who won't leave you for your auntie. Okay. <laughs> or so seeds of discord. In your fields of peace. That, you better speak right now. Find you a man who wants so seeds of discord in your fields of peace because you don't deserve that shit. Okay. Okay. All right. You All deserve. Right. Mama D told us. I deserve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <coughs> but Excuse we, you know, we're gonna keep the ball rolling tonight because the hour is surely late. Eric definitely uh, held me down um, as I took a minute to get here, but little bit, little we are bit. here. Okay. So let's move right on into Ooh. the listener feedback what you got for us oh right so for the listener feedback i wanted to um really just take a moment to shout out the boonie breakdown podcast yeah yeah um shout out to the ladies over there episode 77 uh, responsible and ratchet was such a great episode but i wanted to shout them out because they listened to our fourth quarter episode Mm -hmm. um which i think was two episodes ago and you know thank you all so much for listening and not only did they listen they actually did what you asked (laughs) (laughs) and participated they participated in the conversation and um they went through all nine i believe there were oh thank you guys so um, much from top to bottom and it it really made for a great conversation so I, i wanted to shout them out and one of the things that really stood out to me from their conversation was uh, one of the ladies mentioned having their own toolkit to handle their own shit. Yeah. Because, you know, people, like, with me and you, like, I don't necessarily know everything that triggers you. Yeah. You know, I could say or do something unaware of the fact that it really just puts you in a bad space. A theme in our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm bringing this up. It, it, it's a good point. <laughs> yeah. But that's why it really, like, hit me, um, especially in this, you know, listening to it in a podcast format. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. Yeah. Um, it made me think about me and you. Like, yeah. wow, like, that's that's really real. So I took away from that conversation having uh, my own personal toolkit so that way I can better prepare the world on receiving Eric <laughs> and how to deal with me. I think, it, you know, we really have to communicate, um, but also be open and receptive. Right. So I really took a lot from that conversation. So, so thank you, ladies. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for the participating. Make yes. sure you guys go check them out. Um, so I have no listener feedback. Um, so cool. do you want to jump into the check-in? Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh, this is so structured. It feels so weird. How was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> the hour is late, everyone. Okay. I think maybe that's what's kind of throwing it off. The hour is so late, but it's okay. Because, you know, we grandmas. We in the bed by this time. It's cool because Tristan is still keeping us us company, keeping our feet warm. Yes, as always, this episode (laughs) was brought to you by Eric's dog, Tristan, as well as very special...
Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, um, how was your you weekend, may have man? Here, you may have gotten here late, but I still was going to get you right. Okay. <laughs> you may have gotten here late, but the pussy's still great. <laughs> <laughs> All fucking right. All right, y'all. Um, what, how was your weekend? Come on and check right in. You heard it first here on the Hunger Podcast. Okay. And I Don't you proof. bitches try to steal that shit. The proof is in the pudding uh, and in the video. Okay. <laughs> okay, wait till my check-in. But you check in first. How was your weekend? <laughs> um. Wow, excuse me, everyone. I'm actually a little bit under the weather. <clears throat> trying to um, get my chakras yes. realigned. Get my equilibrium you better come to Amiyan Okay. I wrote it. <laughs> I wrote it like. Um. Really, I just for my check in, I really just wanted to shout out my line brothers. Yeah. This past weekend, we celebrated five years in the fret. Happy anniversary! <clears throat> and it really was a good weekend. <laughs> Um, one of my line brothers, just so you know, y'all, I was laughing. I was not coughing right there. <laughs> just in case any of y'all tried. Y'all look good. Because I said I was a little sick. That wasn't a cough. That was a laugh. I really had a great time. Like, the whole weekend was a blast. Mm-hmm. My one line brother, Chesare, Dr. Chesare, he was here. Um, <clears throat> and he's always making us do, what'd you say? I'm so sad I missed him. He's always making us do stuff. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, he made sure that we were out of the house. I'm sure. Doing, you know how he loves the festivity. <laughs> uh, but I, I appreciate that in him because you know you got folks that you that live here in the city with you that you mm-hmm. don't, you never see. So for folks to you know fly across you know halfway across the damn country. Mm-hmm. And, and want to be involved and see people and spend time with people, that's, you know, lesson learned, right? Yeah. Setting a good example. But I just really had a blast with my line brothers this weekend. Um, even got a little emotional, at, well, especially at the dinner. Um, just really, we you know, we just really had a open conversation about, um, you know, what our needs are. Mm-hmm. And you know how we can support each other um, as you know eternal brothers. You know how can we Come support on, each other in that? And the conversation kind of steered off for a few minutes to us kind of remembering what how we even got here to begin with. Yeah. Um, and what brought us here? Like what our motivations were? What were we seeking? What were the things that we needed? And that's when... Mm, the tears. <laughs> oh, yes. Because, um, you know, it was really a, a moment of reflection for me. Mm. Um, and I think maybe, you know, one of the things that touched me the most was that, you know, what I started out looking for, I still kind of am mm. seeking mm. and looking for. Yeah. <clears throat> some of those things, right? Some of some of those things have been fulfilled. Other things have, you know, still wanting, still sure. kind of like question mark, like yeah. question. 
<laughs> so I just really enjoyed that. It's kind of crazy thinking about being five years in a frat, but bitch, I'm here. You're here. And uh, what else? I just, uh, I had a great conversation with um, one of my neighbors last night. Um, again, another touching conversation. He kind of opened up to me about some things that he had, he had been through um, when he was younger and, you know, in his adult life, he was homeless. And that was something I've known him for a really long time. And wow. I never knew that about him. Yeah. So we ended up, you know, really having a deep conversation. <laughs> we ended up having a deep conversation and it got into like voting. And we just started talking about like the current situation and all these ideas about, you know, why so many people are not voting. And shout out to Barack Obama. Uh, he did a video that went viral on Twitter. Yes. It was like seven reasons why people, you know, say they, sh- they you know, basically excuses. Mm-hmm. These main excuses that we come up with why we can't vote. Yeah. So just shout out to him uh, for, for making that video. It just really felt good to be reassured. Why? Because I'm going to make sure I'm, I'm voting. Okay. Like that's... But it just feels good to have these reaffirming conversations with people, your peers, you know, your people in your community. Yes. It just makes you feel good. Um, and, you know, I just encourage everyone, like, you, you ha- we have to vote. Yeah. This is critical. Okay. Remember, in November, <laughs> to vote. Right. Cardi B, <laughs> Nikki, it's auntie, Nikki, Cardi B. Come help me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So there you have it. There you have it. <laughs> My truck ass. Uh, yeah. Have you been sipping before I got here? Child, I left you in the midnight hour. I'm sorry. Well, so you know, how, what, however you show yourself is how I'm going to receive you. Come as you are. That's what okay. The, that's what the The doors of says. my church are open. <laughs> okay. That was a little low then. But we bet be. Anyway, you thank bet. you for asking how I am. I'm just going to pick up with my check. <laughs> you always say that. <laughs> but I, I don't give you the chance. I was you just know, about to there. say that. That's a part of the conversation. <laughs> that's a part of the conversation. I'm going to leave it It's right fine. There. I feel like that's a way for you to... Lead into it. Okay. At my expense, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep this thing going. Because I, I know you love me. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I know love you love you. me. Erica, I love you. Okay. I need you. Erica, love you. I do. Speaking of Hallelujah. Which, did you see the picture? And it's more than you. Oh, I was singing Patty LaBelle. But yes, I did see the picture with Kelly. Well, I felt, but they they did because their own Nelly, rendition of that, meow. right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell. You. Yes. P. Ryan. Uh huh. How are you? I'm blessed on today, and I was blessed this weekend. So I went to the University of Aurora. Okay, the Terps, the home of the Terps, the Terrapins. Um, and I. I had a fun homecoming. It was amazing. I caught up with so many of my girls. Um, we came together, we kikied, we looked for niggas. Um, you know I don't get out much, and that's my problem, okay? Because I don't know how to act when I finally get out. So, <laughs> my drink of choice for the weekend was... I was about make- to say, and you was drinking. Uh, hello. It was Maker's Mark Whiskey. 
And so, you know, a bitch don't play. And you're not about to confiscate my liquor. So I had put all the Maker's Mark into a bottle of apple juice. And I was just sipping as the day went on, right? For the homecoming. And Ooh, it didn't make you pissy. Apple juice made me go to the bathroom. Mm -mm. I was all right. You were good? I was good. (laughs) Go ahead. So the homecoming... So for me, my homecoming experience is always... I don't really go to the football game. No, it was fine. And if you feel like it's too much, I'll leave it out. But... I don't always go. To, I don't. I never go to the homecoming football game. I just go to the black people tailgate. Tailgate. Yeah. Words. Okay. So I was just from there. England. Okay. Is that where you're reporting from? No, it's not really. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I came through with my booty shorts. I had on a little velvet shirt. Titties out. You know, just lifted and gifted yeah. and giving yeah. the people what they need. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah gone off the whiskey I woke up the next morning had fl- fallen flow okay it's still Words. are still are I had fallen into so many DMs talking about I want to suck your <laughs> it was too much period muffin how many DMs did you fall into I talking went about to, sucking listen I went to my photos oh, I had made a couple videos for the tumblr what it was a weekend to remember that's all I have to say. I had a good time. <laughs> so you, wow, okay. You showed your ass this weekend. More than, okay? Okay. What I want to know, though, are what were the responses the to the res- DMs? You know? You want to keep that private? Okay. I will say the weekend was not without, um, you know, the classic homophobia. So I think coming back to school... Um, and being having like this Greek. I'm sorry, I don't know why I had the Sissy Houston. Did I lead them greens on look? Okay, like <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it was really without. It was not without homophobia. So I was on campus, kind of like this. I think this was my first time on campus as a Greek, right? Because I don't think I went to homecoming last year. Um, and, and you were at University of Maryland, right? Yeah, college pa, college pa. <laughs> um, and so. I got some warm welcomes from different Greeks who, like, I had relationship with. Excuse me. But there were some older gentlemen who, like, looked at my outfit. And I think they peeped the fact that, like, I was affiliated with their org, looked me up and down, and were kind of just like, keep it moving, keep it moving, and kept saying that. And it was just, like, really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was just like, you're telling me to keep it moving, but you can't keep your eyes off my thighs. You're not looking me in the face. So, I'm gonna leave that there. There we go. All right. So, needless to say, my homecoming what? was great. The colors? <laughs> huh? The colors? Like, anyway, we can talk more. We about can talk that. offline. Yeah. Offline. The fact of the matter is, if you're gonna be homophobic towards but me, I need just... you to talk to my face and not my eyes. I mean, sorry, <laughs> drunk. <laughs> <laughs> My face and not my thighs, or my face and not my chest, okay? This is what you So I can actually take you seriously. This is what you all are getting tonight. Child, how did that read? That was a drunken read. That wasn't even, it didn't even hit. I'm a little under the weather. Definitely drunk. I'm a little tipsy. P. Ryan just got here late. It's late. So he's tired, and he is. Now he's tipsy. Yeah. So it's fine. It's all good. That's fine. So that was my weekend. It was a great time. I'm so glad to have, like, linked up my friend group for some reason all of our skins look great everyone looks snatched we look mad cute your story was lit your insta story was lit I, listen the next day reminded me that i took insta stories <laughs> so that is that okay 
and it was just an overall good time. A lot yeah, of the niggas who I had crushes on, they're gorgeous. Yeah, a lot of the guys who I had crushes on in undergrad still look fucking fine, and oh, I just cannot. I cannot. I cannot. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad the homophobia and all that bullshit didn't overshadow. Oh no, not if I know you're trying to suck this pussy. <laughs> okay. So anyway, you ready to get into the conversation? Sure. Okay. Friday, (laughs) Friday. So, um, even though this weekend was such a highlight of the week, um, I kind of came back home and got back into the work week. And that shit kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. Red bricks. Um, (laughs) Not because the work was like necessarily overwhelming, but this week was kind of significant to me because it... In this week, I kind of made a decision that was a little life-changing. I did something that I've been trying to do for a really long time. Um, And looking back and kind of like assessing the situation, I feel good about it. I feel like a lot of pride. I feel content because it was a decision that I needed to make from a really long time ago. Okay. Um, But at the same time, there was like a lot of hurt in the decision. And it, it revolves around just like really setting boundaries and like shifting relationships that I have right um and so even though this action is something that I've been like trying to do for a really long time there was something that was always keeping me from doing it so in the moment of like making that shift it just like my whole world was rocked right and even in this moment right now I've been kind of processing with myself and I've been calling up some of my homegirls and I'm just like, did I do the right thing? (laughs) Like, it's just been so weird. Um, And I've been trying to like figure out how I even got to this point of making this shift in my life and what this signifies. And so in addition to kind of calling my homegirls, I've been, I came upon this like idea, excuse me, of Sankofa. Are you familiar with that? I've heard of it, yeah. So Sankofa is like a Ghanaian thing, comes from Ghana, and it's, um, it kind of is translated to mean go back to get it. Oh, okay. So you got a little Sankofa symbol. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, As it got translated into the United States, like especially in like the New Orleans area with like Haitian culture and Creole culture, um, it got the meaning changed a little bit to look to our ancestors or look to the past to kind of determine the future. Right. In addition to that, I like was watching, as you know, I'm binging Ianla still. Mm -hmm. And some of the questions that she asked when she's trying to assess the problem that people are going through is like, what happened in generations before to make this problem come up currently? Girl, I don't know. Right. right. <laughs> but a lot of people were able to like identify, okay, this is what happened in generations before to kind of shape yeah. this situation, yeah. right? And it, for me, looking at Sankofa, looking at Iyanla, looking at kind of what I went through during this week really highlighted this theme of generational curses that some people talk about in the Christian religion or kind of like in a more psychology standpoint, you know, generational patterns of negativity. Mm. Yeah. Or even positivity, generational patterns in general, right? Things that really are embedded in your DNA yeah. that kind of spring up and manifest in your own life, right? What's there? So when I was trying to figure out, okay, what was kind of the stand the 
standout point that led to me making this decision, I had to kind of figure out, you know, what are the themes that kind of led to this? And I was able to look back in my lineage and see what came up. I know this is super vague, and I hope this makes a little bit of sense, right? No, it does. Even without you having to say yeah, explicitly I, what it was, because you don't yeah, have to. Especially since I'm, like, sharing I'm lineage stuff. The, yeah, I yeah. don't want to put all of my, like, family business out there. Yeah, yeah. But for me, one thing that I definitely noticed was, like, I noticed a pattern in my family of, and I noticed a pattern in me, of getting into situations where we're givers, right? And that's not necessarily a negative thing, mm-hmm. right? We give of ourselves to people who we care about, whether it be physically, sexually, emotionally, spiritually. We give, right? And we invest and we nurture and we make people feel like they are, they mean something, mm-hmm. Right? And I think that's a beautiful thing because I think that when I look at the individuals in my family, I see strong nurturers, yeah? Yeah. Who make you feel like you are a million bucks. At the same time, what I see in that lineage as well is that although we're nurturers, we nurture without being nurtured. Right? So we're willing to give, we're willing to invest, we're willing to sow seeds, we're willing to pour into people even if they're not reciprocating that love. They're not Mm -hmm. reciprocating that nurturing. They're not pouring back into us. So essentially, we're we're feeding others, but we're not getting fed. Mm -hmm. Right? And... Especially when it comes to black women in particular. That's true. Yeah. Right? So like they give, they fight, they Mm -hmm. give, they give, they support, And I see that, like, I'm definitely... hardly anyone shows up for that. I'm not going to give examples, but I saw that in a lot of the women figures in my in my lineage, right? And so, for me, there came a point where the question was turned on me in this week, like, okay, bitch, when does that end? Right? And that's what led me to kind of this, like, life-changing decision. And it kind of shook me. So I wanted to talk about, you know, generational curses. I wanted to talk about kind of, like, generational patterns with you and maybe ask if, like, Mm. you experience any, like, generational patterns that you might be inspired or like you were thinking of cutting off yeah shit <laughs> like when I told you I didn't know mm-hmm. you know my response to your to your question I was like I don't know that's the pattern I'm trying to break the not knowing part mm-hmm. um, togetherness documenting history mm-hmm. Who is who, you know, establishing, you know, consistent family reunions or outings or get togethers or, you know, my family has suffered the loss of a lot of key people in our family recently. So it's like, you know, making sure that we go on, we continue Thanksgiving dinner, we continue Christmas dinner, we continue Mm -hmm. the, the traditions that, you know, auntie may not be here anymore because she was the one who cooked we we have to keep moving forward and try to figure out you know like when big mama died in soul food it's like things happen in the family not just death but just things happen in the family a lot of which we are um products of biogenetics like traumas and and uh fear and 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 
broken hearts and <clears throat> being abused and misused, all that stuff is passed down to us in our genetics. Mm. Um, so it's like acknowledging all of that, I feel like, is really important. Yeah. But then very similar to where you, you kind of got to this point where it's like, okay, I know, but what am I going to do about it? Like, what action am I, I going to do about it? So, we'll get there. So mm. that... I would say that's the main thing. Um, I'm really trying to be intentional about togetherness in my family and mm-hmm. breaking the generational curse of um, just broken family unit. Wow. And and not knowing and and like I said, not documenting. So I have a sister who lives out in Los Angeles, you know, who's a daughter on my father's side. Yeah. And I've never met her before, and you know she's out in L.A. living her best life. Mm-hmm happy happily married to some guy who plays professional hockey oh like, tell her put me on really doing good for herself and i'm so happy and proud but i've never met her right and i was d we dm we dm each other all the time on insta and i was just like yo sis we don't have a family tree mm-hmm. and i'm one of those kids who was just kind of like well very curious about who's who right i really want to know where did I come from? Like, yeah. my grandparents, who were their parents? And who were their parents? It's just like, we start digging back long enough, we're going to dig up some serious history. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially because, like, my family comes from the South. So I want to mm-hmm. know and discover these things. So and when you that's don't something have, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to accomplish and do. Yeah. And I'm hearing, like, when you don't have that connectedness, how can you even go below the surface and dig up like the curses that really have been embedded through I'm so glad you mentioned that because I I knew there was another point I wanted to make but I forgot it I'm here to help you through my drunken stupor no it's fine Um, (laughs) was that has been one of the hardest things of my entire life is trying to figure out how to do something that I wasn't given the tools to figure out Mm -hmm. I wasn't given a blueprint I wasn't given any so it's just like I'm really doing things out of pure love right just i'm doing things just out of the will and the in the in the want for things to be different i may not know the roadmap Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but i feel like i got a flashlight with me you know and that's my faith and that's just my desire to break that generational curse so you kind of move in spirit but you really don't have the history to understand like right. what things you know are kind of like lineage based and what things <clears throat> have been kind of following your family throughout history I feel like immediate generations so yeah. like my dad right right his sisters mm-hmm. his brothers but beyond beyond that, that yeah no. yeah no wow. and it's like I ask my dad questions all the time about my grandmother um you know, so it's just like, and I mentioned this a few episodes ago. I think it was last season. Just kind of how my relationship has been changing with my parents. Yeah. So like with my dad, I am kind of moving into this space of um, being very curious, asking more questions. Um, you know, when I go back home, you know, asking, can we take trips and, and drive out to see? Mm his school where he grew up or where he used to live you know what I mean just like whatever just trying to get a little bit more of that that identity yeah 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I see the Ancestry.coms. I see a lot of the, the gene stuff that people are doing. I, I've seen all of that stuff. And it's pretty affordable these days. Um, I'm not there yet. I don't know if I will be there. But where I'm at right now is really just um, a peak in curiosity. Um, and, and I feel like that's what's going to help me break these curses. I may not accomplish it till I'm 40 or 50 or whatever whatever it's it, God's will yeah. but I, like I said I'm just I'm moving forward you know in, in, in faith absolutely absolutely and I also want that for you you know I Thank really you. hope that you find kind of that connectedness because I, I think it it creates such a broader narrative like I can say that you know I have been exposed to and I've been able to, you know, go to the islands and, like, I've been exposed to, you know, generations upon generations. Yeah. And so... And, like, literally seen where you came... Like from, where, yeah. Wow. And so I, I used to really harp more so on the strength of my family, but now I'm in a space where as I continue to battle through certain things, I, like, am starting to realize how these certain things, there's nothing new under the sun. And they've been repeated generation after generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when I say that question of, okay, when does it stop? It stops with me. The man in the mirror. That's what Michael Jackson said. It, st- it, no, it literally <laughs> stops with me. And so yeah. I stood kind of in a crux this week of, you know, do you break this pattern or do you continue it? Right? And I chose to break it. That said... I, one thing that stood out for me in that space of breaking this pattern was that I had a complete bodily reaction to it. Um, I described it to one of my homegirls. Again, shout out to Delisha from Afrosexology. If you guys have not visited Afrosexology on Twitter and Instagram, my girls, Delisha and Raffaella, you need to. Delisha uh, and Raffaella. Yes. 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 Um, but I was talking to her about it and I said, you know, I felt a bodily reaction in this moment. Like as soon as I decided to make that change and I voiced it and I made it like a thing, it felt like a huge weight. I, you know how people say a weight was lifted? It felt like a weight fell on me. And I felt terrible. That acknowledgement. I, I don't know. It felt tearful. Like you felt that. Like, yeah. Like it was a thing. And yeah. I was just like, oh my goodness. I really felt a shift in my atmosphere. And she actually made a comment and was just like, well, do you think that weight that you felt was just an impact of the fact that you just shifted generational patterns? You not only shifted a situation for you, but you shifted situations that kept repeating itself in your mama's friend group, in your grandmama's friend Something group. Something so massive. How could you not feel, feel that? Feel it, right? Ooh, and that so was the- powerful. <laughs> what? Okay, listen. <laughs> when I, you, I shouted in that moment. That is so real, Think about though. it. Think about, like... For you to stop something that has been going on for decades... Mm-hmm. How could you... Oh, my God. But then, for me, it, like, the message went even broader because, yeah, we're doing this throughout Ooh, generations. Than that. Go ahead. But Can I handle it? it on the surface, <laughs> it looked like it was just a relationship thing. But then we started talking more, and I was just like, yo, girl, like, this seems to go beyond relationship. Like, how many other patterns have I tried to stop, right? So, or have I stopped? So, yes, I stopped this pattern of giving yourself to someone who's not reciprocating the love and the nurturing that you need. But what about Blocked it. going into a career field that isn't safe, right? Going into a career field that, like, isn't the norm. Studying sexuality and gay niggas? 
Or what about, you know, um, embracing your sexual identity? For me, as a Jamaican, a first generation, that thing is not the norm. So in a way, th- uh, that curse of fear is broken. That curse of financial instability and financial like uncertainty is broken as I try to be more aware of where my funds are going and how I'm using them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That generational curse of not being your authentic <coughs> self is broken. That generational curse of only following what you've been raised up as far as religion in, right? And figuring out your religion for yourself has been broken. There are so many curses that I think we're continually breaking that go beyond relationship. And be prepared, y'all. Be prepared for when for th- you when you do, when you do the work and you break that curse. Like, be prepared to feel that yeah. shift. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you and you might need to do some self care when that happens because you know from listening from you know to your experience that shift was it was a bit much for you it was a bit much but remember i said it felt good right mm. and i think the reason it felt good was because i think the shift not only impacted the generations behind me but i recognize that it's going to impact the generations after me right the way that I live my life, the things that I choose to entertain and the things that I choose to cut off when I realize they are not for me are things that the older generation will look at me and be like, okay, if my seed can do that, then I can do that because they come from me. And then the... I said the older generation, right? Yeah. Okay. And this, okay, a little tipsy. Hopefully. And the younger generation... Hopefully they will. <laughs> the younger generation will look at me and be like, oh, this role model has done X, Y, Z. I can do that and more. And so... I can do anything. Okay. Hell nah. Hell nah. Hell nah. <laughs> and I'm nice. Hey, hey, hey. Okay? No, but honestly, you really become an example for those in front of you and those behind you. And so I just think breaking generational curses, excuse me, is so important for not only for your healing, but for the healings of those around you. I'm not and gonna, I'm not going to fight you for your healing. I, hello? And I'm not going to fight myself for my healing. I'm not going to let this episode last too long. Do you have anything else to add? Do I have anything else to add? Um, I think this generation, um, you know, we are particularly unique and special because a lot of us are going through this kind of metamorphosis or this journey similar to kind of how you're describing it. Um, You know, where we're reaching back to the past, trying to answer some questions that couldn't be answered, breaking these cycles. I think it just also speaks to the larger community. So I think what you're describing is on like the micro, Mm. you know, I think it's also happening on the macro. Sure. You know, where just as a society, as um, a world, I think that we are still we're still very much evolving we're still very much trying to undo the things that the people who came before us you know i don't know the hunters and gatherers (laughs) (laughs) whatever but i mean honestly like we're not that far removed from hunters and gatherers i mean i think less than a hundred thousand years ago we were hunters and gatherers so i noticed that we especially on social media, there's a lot of discord around 
a lot of the whys, um, you know, it's a lot of discord around why people don't do certain things or why people didn't make the right decision when it came to something mm-hmm. or why is this going on and, and why haven't we figured out that and you know it's 2018 are we still dealing with that yes you know I, I just you know we're still very young and new to the civilization thing yeah. and I just want to remind people that you know what we're going through on a personal level you know, you know what we described in this conversation. We're going through on a, on a larger scale as a society. So we have to be patient with ourselves and, and nurture each other as we try to break these cycles and try to figure things out and make better decisions. It's not going to happen within a year. It's not going to happen within a, a weekend. You know, we some of us may be dead and gone before some of the th- some of these things really get iron- some of these things really get ironed out. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, that's just my takeaway uh, from the conversation. I love that you said it's not going to happen in a weekend. It's not going to happen tomorrow, right? And even when it does happen, it's not just a one and done situation. It's going to happen over and over again. So, part of like the processing that I had with my homegirl at the end, she was kind of just like, yo, what if the universe is just giving you multiple chances to break generational curses? Like, over and over again. I believe that. So, like, what if. You know, God is telling you, yeah, like, yo, here's a situation. Are you going to choose to break it? And if no, like, okay, here's another chance to do it. And another chance to do it. And another chance to do it. And, and what like, are we doing? Turn on the news. What, right. are we, what are we doing? And if you finally choose to say yes, I feel like the universe then comes again. God comes again and is just like, okay, well, then here's another curse. Let's see if you can break that. And so it really is kind of like this connectedness, this kind of you being not only an individual, but you being a part of a greater source where it's just like, you're not only breaking these curses for you, you're breaking these curses for your collective, right? And as you break one, you you may not have, you may break that one again, but another one, right? And your life is really just you going through these obstacles and figuring out how can I bring my collective, my tribe, to a higher level as well as bring myself to a higher level of being. Yeah. Right? A higher level of happiness, a higher level of peace. Because when we don't break those curses, we're literally just in bondage and in unhappiness. That's all I have to say before I get emotional. So, guys after hearing this episode i really encourage you all to think about your generational curses and the patterns that have shown themselves in your life and whether or not you've even taken the time to consider much less combat them again hunguppod at gmail.com great conversation thank wow. you for indulging me great in this conversation hour. yes and we'll take <laughs> a break and be right back all right if you'd like to make a call please hang up and try again if you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. So we're back. We back. We back. <laughs> and y'all back too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and we have now reached our hung up or hanging up segment. So, sweet kids. That means the show is almost over. It's all over. Yeah, right. Okay. Are you hanging we up? We all got pain, Nephi. Are you hung up? I am hung up this week. Um, I wanted to start out with really... I'm hung up on, you know, just going back to such a great conversation, um, P. Ryan. I'm hung up on this generation, all of us, really. I I really feel like we are powerful beyond comprehension. And I'm really just hung up on the journey that many of us are 
taken mm-hmm. uh, right now to to acknowledge that. So I wanted to read uh, a poem from my girl Marianne Williamson, Our Deepest Fear. <clears throat> she says, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? Okay. You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightening about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We are born to, to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Yes, a return to love. That was my girl. Yeah. That was actually <laughs> when we first met, the book that you told me to read and come back to you with. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I did. And yes, thank you for that. It's a it's a it's a it's a read. Yeah. Oprah said it changed her life. And that's what made me pick that book up. I will say it started a change in mine. It's a really like from beginning to end, it's it's a read. Mm-hmm. You're, you're being read. Like Marianne like pulls you together from beginning to it definitely end. Definitely calls you to the carpet. Calls you to the carpet. And the main theme is are you leading with love? Or are you leading with, leading fear. with fear? Yeah. Which one are you doing? Because mm-hmm. it's just those two. And honestly, <laughs> it ties back into the show, right? So like yep. living in the generational curses is really living in fear. Living being Come afraid on. to break them. But choosing to be a difference in the generations that you've seen, right? Is honestly returning to love. It is. Oh, stress. People anyway, are, I um, I can't. I can't either. Do you have any more? I, I just wanted to two two more quick things. Um, if you guys haven't or don't know about Brandy, Brandy has a song called uh, "Beautiful," mm-hmm. uh, or no, "Scared of Beautiful." You guys have to check it out. It goes with this conversation, definitely goes with the poem that I just read, Our Deepest Fear, by Marianne Williamson. Also check out her book, A Return to Love. Last but not least, I just wanted to say I'm hung up on the, you know, anyone really who had to deal with Hurricane Michael. Mm. Um, Over 30 people were killed across Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, and Virginia. And a lot of those places are still dealing with just a lot of bullshit. And so I'm hung up on um, the people who lost their lives and condolences to the families. Yes. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, what you got for us? I am hung up as well, but honestly, it's less significant. I'm hung it's up on... It's always significant. Thanks, girl. <laughs> I'm hung up on me and my family, honestly. So, yes. as I mentioned, you know, there are things that I noticed needed to be changed. But at the same time, there's so much strength in my lineage. There's so much power in my lineage. There's so much accomplishment in my lineage. Yes. And I'm so grateful to be a part of such a powerful group of people. And I do this work with you. I do this work in my day-to-day. I do this work in whatever I put my hand to because I realize that there is space to go higher, to heal greater, to be more happy. Yeah. And I'm just grateful for this opportunity. And that's it. 
So, this has been another episode of the Hung Up Podcast. As always, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at IAMPRYAN. And I'm your boy, Eric. Wait, did you say I'm your boy, P. Ryan? I, I, I'm never your boy. I'm usually your girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your girl, P. Ryan. It's your girl, I'm... Lala. <laughs> Remember from MTV? Yeah. Oh my God, that's when they, they don't do stuff like that no yeah. more. Credit, shout out to XD and TRL. Because that's the only reason why I know about it. Go ahead. I grew up on TRL. Bitch, who are you? <laughs> you are E. Dante Cole. You're Eric. You can find me <laughs> on Instagram and on Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Find us both on Instagram and Twitter at H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. That's Hung Up Pod. And on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Hung Up Pod. Yes, and continue to send all your emails, your love, your listener feedback. We also love your stories, um, the listeners that we have that just check in with us and let us know what's going on in their lives periodically. Continue to do that. Send it to hunguppod at gmail.com. Yes, and also, guys, thank you so much for your ratings. Keep them coming on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, the comments, Stitcher, Anywhere that you can yeah. find a man who will help you break every chain. <laughs> oh my god, that really tickled me. It did. Took you out. <laughs> Shout out to Tasha oh, Combs. <laughs> okay, I feel the chains falling. Okay. And we are at fifty-six ratings right now. Get us to sixty, y'all. Get can us we do that? Can we do that? Because I know y'all get listen. us to sixty by next week. Okay. And we'll have a prize for you. Hey. <laughs> Son of a bitch for two dollars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. All right, y'all. You guys are awesome once again for tuning in with your boys next door. Tune in with us. That's for the show. What? Bitch, you say bye. All right. I, I felt like we were Say bye! <laughs> like, what is wrong? All right, Ike. I'll see y'all next week. I'm about to go get beat. So you, That's you triggering. Wait, you wait I shouldn't say that. Say bye. I did, but... You did not say bye! I did. I said say B-Y-E. <laughs> Peace, y'all.